Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it. The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together. With your host, Judith Junke, Ascension Coach and Business Mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach and Multidimensional Business Mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level your business to live your purpose on purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution Evolution. Today, we're having the third part of our mini triple series within our podcast here for you guys. Episode one and two, we've talked about how you connect to people when you want to build your audience essentially in the long term, also obviously to convert them into your offers. But the first part is how you connect to them, how you find them online. The second part, just go back and re-listen or re-watch to that one, was about what you're going to do with them once you got them in your audience, in your groups, so you can connect with them deeper and nurture them, better understand where they are at. Today, we're going to focus on the third end of it. Now that they are there and you guys have connected, What is it now that you need to do to create the sales in a way that is aligned? And so if you are a light worker, a healer, a visionary entrepreneur that wants to do business differently, then this is exactly for you. And I invite you to stay until the end. It's going to be so many gems. And I'm handed over to Jana at the moment to open up this topic a little bit more for us now. Thank you so much, Judith. And you know, just something to sort of um, clarify if we haven't already, we probably have somewhere along the way why we chose to go into this is I see, you know, whether it's a lot of my clients or even, um, you know, coaching peers, sometimes they're not seeing the picture. I think a lot of us come into this space and think if I just create that good content and I'm, I'm consistent, people are just going to dive into my DMs and poof, you know, they want to become a client. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. It's actually happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you too, Judith. But overall, there is this underlying strategy that we have to work through for most people. And we have to honor that buyer's journey, right? As we take them through this process. Because even though I'm one of those people, like I'm like, you, you're the one, I'm done, let's do this. Like That's how I buy but not everybody does. And they, we have to respect different types of buyers, how they buy and, you know, when, you know, how to serve them in a way so that they feel safe. And, and it's not, you know, pushing them into the fear of like, you're, you're going to miss out if you don't buy this, but more of the, I absolutely love what Janice brought to the table, what Judith's brought to the table. And based on that, I can only imagine what's inside the program, right? And so that's really what this is all about. And so now we're going to talk about the end of, and I shouldn't say the end, it's really the beginning, and I'll get to that in a minute, but the the sort of end portion of the funnel, and that is the conversion, right? And so the reason I don't want to say that it's the end is 
people sometimes drop the ball at this point. It's like they're a client, yay. And then we don't, we don't take those next steps and continue to like, so glad you're here. You know, let me know if you need anything. You know, I, I don't know if you've been in those programs. It was like, as soon as they got my money, it was like, okay, what's next? Like, it just kind of felt weird. And so definitely remembering when they come in to really hold their hand and make sure that they know they made the right decision, because that is a place when a lot of fear can come up, right? And what you do in those next 24 hours to make people feel like they made the right decision is super key. So I want to say that before we go into it. Um, So just know that, like have a process in place so that they feel like, oh good, like Jana's got me. Because I have, I've definitely felt like out to dry before. And I was like, oh no, what have I done? You know? And so anyway, so with this conversion process, so now, you know, Judith did such a great job of walking us through like this process. So now they're, you know, they're hot leads, warm and hot leads within your community. Um, Of course, not all of them are resonating, which is great because as much as we want to attract in the right people, we want to repel the ones that aren't for us. Right. And so now it's time to really invite them to take the next step. Okay. And that can be done in all sorts of different ways. And that's what we wanted to highlight too, about this most basic funnel. You know, we're not talking like Russell Brunson, like super complicated funnel. We're just talking about how do we want to bring them in? How do we want to get to know them? How do we want to invite them to be a client? Right? So when you're inviting them to be a client, I mean, that can look so different, right? Like I like to do one to many events and then potentially you know, invite people to a short call with me, depending on whether it's high ticket or not, right? Um, That can look like just a a one-to-one call with, you know, your VIP people, you know, those high ticket people. Um, If you're maybe a little more established and you have a more of a following, it could be just a group, um, like webinar, workshop, anything like that. And then they just, and then you at the end make the offer, right? Um, I think at least for me and Judith, I'd love to get your feedback on this. For me, it was a lot easier to have that little middle step with the call for a while. And and selfishly, everybody, it's like, I don't want to get on a call. You know, I know people resist that, but this, this is content gold. Right. Like you getting to know and have that one on one conversation with with your leads and people in your audience and getting to know more about where they are at and what they're thinking. So, you know, I would don't don't hesitate or let fear stop you from doing some of that one on one sales call work because it's just going to make you that much better across the board. So I don't know, Judith, that's sort of how I've felt it's gone. You know, my my process is gone. And, you know, the more now I do group, you don't always have to do the call, but at first that call in there for, for more of the higher ticket programs for sure was key. Yeah. I love what you said. And I love to expand a little bit on that one, because this is a topic that I'm teaching a lot when I'm working with clients, when we really look at the whole business and as much as you may think now, and we're, we framed this here to be the conversion end, if you want, right? Before people really actually come into being your client. But what you want to get clear on, and this is 
what I'm looking at with my clients a lot is, you know, look at what are you offering and what feels most aligned for you to be working in. And that is the first idea of, do you want to sell high ticket? Do you want to sell to the masses? Do you want to do more one-on-one? Do you want to more do more group programs? Do you want to sell recorded courses? And really, that could be really masses. I know a lot of people have a ton of offers in the really low end between anything like $7 or euros or whatever you are to maybe 50 or a maximum 100, but maybe not even that one. And they sell, I mean, if you sell a thousand at $50, that makes money, right? So, but it's a different strategy. And also to understand, depending on which one you're choosing, what does your offer suite, your portfolio look like in the way with what feels aligned to you, who you want to work with and how do you want to deliver, right? This is the things that you want to get clear on. Am I a person that loves to dive very deep, very thorough with somebody in a one-on-one relationship? And it can also include like in real life VIP days or something. I don't know. Then it may be a longer container over half a year or a year, whatever that looks like. But you really love diving very, very deep with that one person then probably for you is not the best thing to be aiming at these huger masterclass workshop events, aiming at having 100 people or more in the room. And then, you know, the ones that stuff that we know that has been taught and is not wrong per se, but it might be not right for you, where then at the end you have this pitch part and you have like a gazillion bonuses and, you know, all of that stuff, you know, where only today, only if you reply within the next 24 hours, you get the value of, 15k only now today for you because you're in the room for 55 dollars you know like these kind of things you can do that it's not wrong per se to follow that strategy just that if you are more the person i just described beforehand then this is nothing you have to worry about and also not to stress about am i creating you know how many things do i have to create as bonus or how many people do i have to get into the next workshop masterclass free challenge you know whatever the format is But if you say, oh, these high ticket one-on-one things, I don't really feel either, um, I'd say, safe or it doesn't feel aligned to me to be on sales calls with these people um, and be walking them potentially through their fears and across the line a little bit, depending on where they are, how self-led they are, because that is the consequence of that choice if you were making that. If you say that doesn't feel aligned, And you are a person who loves to be in a group and that doesn't have to be high ticket, but you say you love these free things that you can start off. And from those, you keep selling into the 20, 30, 50, $80 things. From those, you sell into the for 222 or for 555, you know, anything underneath a thousand, I'd say. If that is vibration that resonates with you a lot, then your strategy, how you talk to people to invite them into the sale essentially looks completely different and that is what i love to create clarity about before you then start to think okay would i be being more in the dms with the conversation and the target and the goal is to have them on a call one-on-one or like jana said am i investing energy and time into a Facebook group and nurture them in the group. So then maybe I can just, you know, every now and then drop my offers in the group and people can just buy them. Those won't necessarily be the ones where they click and buy for your highest ticket offer for one-on-one for a year. But anything 
maybe up to a thousand. It depends how nurtured your audience is and how big your audience is in there, right? If you have like 300 people, the conversion rate, if we look at what is in the market overall, just as an orientation, right? Then you will need some more people to get a certain amount out, right? Because the conversion rate of people 500 people, not a hundred of them will jump on the offer once you drop the link, right? It's just to understand these metrics a little bit and the dynamics around that, and also to understand what feels aligned. So coming back to what Jenna has said, if you got clarity on which direction you want to go, then it is vital to get in communication with them. And then it looks like either if you're going more for the masses, let's stick with the example of the Facebook group, for example, if you if you love that, you have a buzzing community, the group is growing, um, you can get your kind of market research and the connection with them through the posts you put and the interaction, you know, ask them questions through the group. I know Jana is doing that well, you know, and you get responses and replies a lot. That gives you information on what are they looking for? Where are they struggling at the moment? What are they celebrating? And that also helps you to talk to them then, either in the DMs or from that you can understand, oh, maybe I just offer, if that is a workshop or whatever kind of format in the group. And at the end of that format, I'm going to just share the offer I have right now, invite them in. And that can be the call or that can be um, a click to buy thing. If that is not yours and Facebook groups and these kind of things feel really exhausting to you and, you know, nothing like where you want to put your energy. And I know a lot of people who fall more in the category of empath, you know, that might feel really overwhelming because obviously with the more people that you interact with, potentially you have to take care of your own energy at a different level. So for you, it is easier and feels way more aligned with smaller groups or one-on-one. But that also is what you need to be addressing in your content. And then probably you will be leading more to either selling through stories you can sell through like Instagram stories and your Facebook stories and have them just click on the little poll things to apply for a call or to get more information. And then you start the sales conversation in the DMs, potentially then inviting them to a call if they meet certain criteria. And this is not, and this is why I want to hand over to Jana again, you know, when you already cringe inside with that, oh my goodness, DM conversations, like, you know, I don't want to go there because you have been getting all of the appointment setter messages over the last weeks as well. And it feels kind of cringing. This is not the way how you have to do this. You can find your own kind of thing. And what I always recommend is, yes, to have some sort, and I'm really saying in vertical commas, some sort of a sales script, but just for you so that you know what are the things that you need to know to qualify a person. And it's not just to have a copy-paste, copy-paste kind of message, but it is for your own clarity to know where you want to lead with the questions you're asking for you to understand, is that person qualified to come on a call? And then that will also increase your conversion rate if you're going more into that direction. So I would love your take on that, Jenna. I was just making some notes because there's there's so much here. So, you know, what I'm hearing with, with, with what Judith is saying is it really is something that you want to be intentional and sort of map out as best you can beforehand. And it can go all sorts of different ways, right? Um, I know we have this rainbow that I, I just, I like it. There's a rainbow, it's on my face, whatever. So anyway, um, so the point is at the end of the day, 
conversations equal clients. And those can happen in all sorts of different ways. And when I say I am not a cold DMer, I've never sent a cold DM. And it's not how I do things. No judgment. People can do whatever they want. It's all good. And I'm not even saying that Judith does or does not. That's not what I mean. But what I am trying to highlight here is there's a phrase we say in America called don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And what that means is there's all sorts of shades of gray in DMs. So just because you've decided and you have put your stake in the ground and it's the hill like my hill to die on that I will not do cold DMs, that does not mean there's not DMing involved quite a bit in all three parts of this journey. Okay. So you may be thinking, well, what does that look like then, Jana? Well, that looks like when somebody comes into your group, you welcome them in the DMs. What brought you here? How can I best support you? You know, I offer um, 15 minute calls to all of my members just to get to know them better. Would you be interested? Right. You're starting that conversation because that way, They, they, I just yesterday, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I can't believe you just recommend, you know, you just, what a wonderful welcoming into the group, Jana. Like, I just feel so supported. Thank you so much. That was the response, right? And so just think, seeing if you can expand your mind, because I got stuck here too. Like, I'm not cold DMing. And then I was like, but how do you do it then? (laughs) And so that's just a really good example of how you do build those relationships in the DMs without, you know, cutting and pasting, like Judith said, and just going in it in that direction. But I will say every step of these processes, there's a pull through piece, right? And that tends to happen in the DMs. Um, You know, the days of I just throw up like my workshop, and I'm a new coach, and people just attend are, are, are over. I mean, maybe as you grow, and you get to a level where you have, like, you know, a lot of raving fans, then you can go, here's my workshop and just have, you know, 20, 50, however many people show up. But when you're starting out, especially if you want to do one to many, like a lot of the pull through, as we call it in the sales world happens in the DMs, you know, Hey, don't forget. I'm so glad you signed up for the workshop. The workshops today. Don't forget, show up live. If you have your camera on, I'm, I'm going to, you know, there's a contest or a free gift, you know, like all of these creative ways to keep people engaged because yeah, I mean, there's about a gazillion webinars, workshops, masterclasses that anybody could go to at any given time. And so you have to really go the extra step. And so I wanted to mention that the other thing I really wanted to mention, you know, um, And I think we should do an episode about like the value ladder and and creating an offer, Judith, because, you know, you were naming all of these different ways. And I know some of my clients are like, oh, you know, this it's like you start with one. You just start you pick your one. Like, I'm going to start with one on one. Like, that's my first offer, because all this whole portfolio builds out over time. Like you can't just show up on the scene and be like, here's my group coaching program. Here's my low ticket. This is my VIP, you know, like uh, getting clarity comes with action. You know, you may run in the, in the direction of one-on-one and like Judith Judith was saying, you might be like, this is not where I want to be. I want to be in a group. And so then you started, you take like what was best in your one-on-one you know, where you felt like you had the, created the best impact with people. And then you make a group coaching program out of, out of that. Right. And so 
all this to say, you know, there's different ways to get people into those, into your, into your programs. And then, you know, if you want to talk low ticket, because I also see um, a lot of coaches get stuck here and I would love to get your take on this, Judith, but you know, to me, if you're going to really do a lot of low ticket, then you need to either be, um, you, you really need to have a following at that point. Um, because it, it, if that's how, if that's where you want to like hang your hat, because I mean, just do the math, right? If you've got low ticket, it's a hundred bucks. How many people do you need to buy that to get what you would get for one VIP client, like one one-on-one client. And so really looking at those numbers, because, you know, nowadays, um, you, that no like, and trust factor is super important. And so you would have, you would want to have an audience at that point to be able to really do that as your main way of generating income. Now, if you're starting out and you want to do low ticket and high ticket, that's a whole different ball game. So, um, so that, that, those were some of the things that came to light, but in all of this, it's really just, you know, where do I want to start? Like, I'll just give you my journey. My journey was, I really want to understand my process better. I want to work one-on-one. And so I started connecting with people and inviting them to calls and finding, you know, where their gaps are and those sorts of things, and then inviting them to work with me one-on-one. And then over time, it was like, I want to do a group. Like I can see almost everybody has these same issues. So why don't I take people a group through? And so, you know, that's launched for me in a work, in a paid workshop, which is low ticket. And then they're invited to either a call with me if they need more or just into my group coaching program. But, you know, that came, that clarity came with action. And so, so that was the other thing I wanted to mention about just the low ticket and high ticket. There was one other thing that came to me when I was talking and now I don't know, but just, just knowing there's all these different ways and you, you get to discover your way through this. And, um, and so I'll turn it over to Judith for any comments. And then I'll definitely talk about sales in general, because I know people get a little bit about that. (laughs) Yeah. I love that because there's two things I would love to expand on a little bit. It's one is the DM game. And the other one is what you said about the low ticket and the amount of following, because I want to give another perspective to that one as well. But let's start with the DM game um, and the cold DM thing. For me, that is not so... I do DM a lot. And I I actually started wondering, where do you really started calling cold DMing? And even if it was cold DMing, when is the point where it gets to the point that you feel... that feels really icky because essentially what I'm doing a lot, especially on Facebook, but also on Instagram, I'm connecting with people. So either I'm sending them a friend request or I follow them. And if they take the friend request, so accept it, or on Instagram, if they follow back, like only then I start sending them a message, which is kind of cold. There was this first interaction of, okay, making the connection of befriending or following. So that is what you could consider as not 100% cold anymore, but maybe 90% cold or something like that. But what I'm doing 
And I'm getting a lot of positive replies on that. I could like send a million screenshots of people who replied to my entry message, which is quite a funny one. It's just a connection thing. It's not selling anything. It's not asking questions on where are you at with your business? What is your next goal? You know, would it help you if? I'm not doing any of that. I'm just sending a connection message with a little twist, you know, that makes people smile. And I've gotten tons of messages with, wow, this is the most creative entry message I've ever seen. Wow, that one made, just really made me laugh. Oh, that is just such a cool entry, made my day, you know, like this. And then we have a connection. And from there, I'll start the conversation. And then I'm following kind of like a script. And again, this is vertical commerce script. Yeah, It's not 100% copy paste, but I know where I want to take it. But what I'm doing is I'm always looking at, okay, who am I sending this to now? What is the person doing? And then I'm twisting it to their way where they are. And then I'll see. Sometimes the conversation flows, sometimes not. If I feel it's aligned, I'm sending an invite to my Facebook group. If not, not. You know, it depends where the conversation goes. But I am opening these actively a lot. So it's one of, it's a major part of my marketing. And then if you want, the start of a sales funnel, but I'm doing it not in the way to copy paste code directly with the pitch offer automated to 150 people a day or more, right? So, and that might be the difference. So if you cringe at this name or this, this just this word of cold DMs, just ask yourself, what would it make you not cringe if you twisted it in a way that could feel aligned and it's just getting into a conversation with somebody? right? So that is just the take I wanted to give on that one. But again, this is, if you feel this is not your game at all, then don't force yourself. But make sure you just, you're not missing out on it. If you want, just because of fear, I encourage you to test and try if you're not sure and figure it out. Because just as Jenna has said, the clarity comes with action. You know, you got to test and try it if you are unsure, and then you'll find it out. Okay. So and the other thing I wanted to add to what you said about the lower tickets and with regards to the size of your audience, I hear what you say and I want to give it a little different twist on top of that one. It depends on your personality a little bit and on what excites you. It won't work if you have a very sm small audience still. And you are not a person who is a little bit more extroverted and who loves to be out there celebrating stuff and, you know, really rocking the game online, Facebook or Instagram or whatever you are, even TikTok, right? But if you are somebody who loves being, you know, popping in a quick live or recording a quick reel or just dropping out something, you know, and you, you find the connection to that and you figure out an offer that you absolutely love, it will work even if you have like a small audience. You don't need 5,000 followers on either of the platforms or like even 2,000. You know, I've seen people create containers where the lowest ticket where they started from was, I think the lowest one I saw was five or $7 or like 11, like something like that, really low. But they managed even with a small audience to get like 100 people in there. And from that, obviously, if that is your only product, that is not the smartest way to work it. But it is then you have the next, have two more levels of offers in there and then do the down calculation. You know, from these 100 people, the next offer might be like $77 or euro or something like that or 55, you know, a next level, which where the step is not too big. 
and the orchestration of what you're doing. If you're working it this way, the offers that you are creating need to be very specific to one specific problem that you're solving, right? One specific thing. And the next offer is completely the next step of that when they understood this. Oh, then here's your next step. It's a little bit bigger. So the investment is a little bit higher. And maybe then from these 100, there's 40 of them who are going to come in there. This is when you have higher conversion rates, right? But you just, if, if that is in your, in your personality, that you love to be in there with people, this is a lot about celebration and a lot about being excited. If you can create this vibe, because it's how you show up more or less every day anyway, then this is 100% for you. And you can create higher ticket sales in this. And then from the 55 euro offer, you go the same way. Don't make these offers very long. Make them like a week or five days or maybe two weeks, but not every day something is happening, you know, but give space for people in the group to get into the energy of excitement that they're celebrating, that they're in there, you know, and then from the 55 euro dollar offer, you create the next one and that can be maybe 200. And if you still then get another 20 people in there, yes, it's not exactly the same as if you sell a 15K high ticket one-on-one thing, but if you want to scale and start out and think of if you get in the end 100 from the first offer, 40 from the next offer, and 20 from the next one, that means 160 people on your email list that you can keep nurturing for then the other things that you might have. So it's a strategy to really that is valid. It is to be considered if that feels aligned to you. And if you enjoy and if you feel like you have the capacity to show up online over a certain period of time, creating that buzz and the energy of excitement within these containers, right? Then it's a great way to do that. If that to you feels alien, if that to you feels like, oh my goodness, I have to show up every day as the person that I am, I can't just post a picture and a text, then it might not be for you. But it's a way that works, again, if that is aligned to you. So that is what I really wanted to to add to give you a bit more value and options also to figure out what to consider to understand which one, which way is yours. Well, I, I love that. And I think what what the the difference is here between what we're saying is some people get, you know, they're like, I'll just do low ticket because it's safe, but then they get stuck there. They they aren't there is no strategy to take them through their pipeline, right? They don't have these other things built out and they're just in this space and hoping that, you know, they're gonna make enough in that space. And there, we always want to have a next step for them. So yeah, like my workshop, for example, that's low ticket. I, I love doing it that way. But at the end of that is not where it ends. So I'm not just trying to generate income from that workshop. That workshop is really just a lead in to my higher ticket programs, my group coaching programs or inviting them to a call to talk about one-on-one, right? So um, you know, that, that is sort of what I was trying to point out because I see some of my clients come in. They're like, I think I'm just going to do like a monthly paid thing. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's good, but we need more. You got to go further than that. And so we end up having to address, like, tell me why that's all that feels safe to you, but not having a, something that's of, you know, a higher value, higher touch point for you to really build out your portfolio. But at the end of the day, 
What's most important here is picking a strategy. You know, we've given you all sorts of really different ways and, you know, even combining some of the things we've shared and, and then, and then going for it. And then knowing like maybe down the road, you're like, I do want to support more of the people that can't afford me right now. So I am going to build out like a shorter, low ticket, like just, you know, hit play, um, you know, module course thing pre-recorded. And so all of that stuff comes over time. And so what's most important here is, and we'll, we'll talk about building an offer. I think that would be a really good, um, way to go, but I want to make sure we really handle, and I know we're, we're going a little long today, but I want to make sure we talk about sales itself because a couple things, depending on which direction you're taking these people into your messaging is going to be different for low ticket versus high ticket, right? Your messaging for low ticket is going to be price heavy, like fast action, like tomorrow result. And then when you're talking higher ticket, you layer in things like, you know, there's more to it than just that, right? We all know that there's more to it than just tactics and strategies. And so it's really important in your content that you know who you're speaking to because lower ticket people tend to be newer. They tend to not fully like aren't at the point where they're starting to look at there's more going on. I just implemented this strategy exactly how they told me to, and I'm still not getting results. And so you know, that, that, that verbiage is going to look a little bit different depending on who you're talking to. And so knowing that as you're creating content for whichever direction you decide to go in, and then when you do it really strategic in that way, the right people are going to, um, respond to the right content. And then as you feed them through this process, by the time you get to the sales conversion piece, it doesn't feel so icky because you've been kind they're they're ready. So you're not having sales conversation anymore. You're having a buying conversation because they've been with you. They know what they're getting. They are, you know, ready to really move in a different direction with you and they trust you. And they're just like, I just want to, I want to know more. Right. Um, and that is very, very much has to do with the content you're putting out. So, you know, if I, if I meet with somebody and they're like, nobody says they can afford my stuff. I'm like, let me see your content. I'm like, well, you're talking to somebody that's in a different stage of business than what you're trying to offer them. And so really just being mindful of that. But as far as the sale call itself, you know, as somebody that was in that world for many, 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 many years, uh, what I can tell you is a few things that will really, that I'd love to leave you with here. And one is remembering to ask permission to sell. People don't want to be sold to, but they love to buy, but they don't want things pushed on them. And so if you can use permission-based selling, it's far more impactful. And what does permission-based selling look like? Well, it looks like actually um, really caring about the person in front of you. You're leading with your heart. You're fully listening to them and meeting them where they are, as opposed to, I have this thing that you need. You're saying, tell me what you need, right? And so it's a lot more listening and a lot less, this is what I have, this is what you need, and a lot of them telling you. And so that's a lot of open-ended questions, right? That's a lot of um, really feeling into their energy and you know, getting them to see that you fully understand them. Because another thing that's said a lot, and I don't remember who said it, 
is people don't buy when they understand you and all your glory. (laughs) They buy when they feel understood by you. And so it's really important when we go through the sales process, no matter what way you do it, but especially on a one-on-one sales call, is that you really are showing up for them and you're neutral. You're a neutral advisor. You're unattached. You're hearing where they are. And before you push anything, um, I won't, I don't even say share anything. You really want to say, you know, would you like to hear more about what I do? And that just dropped that, like, when is this person going to go in for the kill? Right. And so it's super important when we walk people through these conversations that they really do feel that we care, that we're there for them. And this isn't about us. And so, of course, all that I said, there's so much easier said than done. And that's a big part of what Judith and I do is help people like, because the first question I get is, well, Jana, how the heck do I walk somebody through a conversation about money and my business and working with them and remain neutral? You know, it's tough and it, it does take practice and it takes, you know, learning how to to stay detached from the outcome. And so, you know, those are the things that coaches do, right? We help you in those ways to see like how I can, you know, have the right headspace and most importantly, the right heart space to really serve this person in this moment and make it not about me. And so, um, you know, I know this is the conversion piece. And so I wanted to make sure that I talked to that because it is such an integral piece of this. We can't push our stuff on people. We can't do it that bro way where it's like, you should buy this. And if you don't buy this, you know, then you don't believe in yourself. And, you know, all the shaming that I hear from some of my clients that goes on out there. um, That's absolutely, um, you know, when you're more of a a heart-based entrepreneur, I know that that's not how you want to do it. And so we're just here to tell you you don't have to, that there's a far more impactful, far more effective way to do this. And the, the the good news is you get to be you while you do it. You don't have to put on your salesman hat now and go in for the kill. Like it's really just an extension of the conversation you've been having with them all along. And then, you know, people just feel so much more seen and heard and validated. And that is where we want to make sure that they, that's, that's the goal at the end of the whole thing. And when you can approach it in that way, people are really like, okay, they just, where, where, where do I start? Like what, what I just need to know, what do you have? Like, tell me they're asking you to tell them, you know, you're not even having to push it on them at all. And so yeah, that's a little the, bit of a mind game flip. What? When I'm looking on in here a little bit, looking at also at the time, <laughs> I'm okay. hoping not just cutting this out for you at the moment, okay. but I feel like you've, the message you've sent is really valid to a no, you can do it your own way being you, right? You don't have to be fake identity, sales, whatever person. And you can lead all along the way and just have it as a conversation, inviting them and asking for permission. I think these are like the two main things, right? That I also feel coming really from your heart and knowing you and your work a little bit. I know this is how you treat people and how people are really welcomed into your world once they enter your workspaces, right? So I'd like to round this off for today, closing this mini series 
unless there's something really important that you want to add. Um, let us know how you like this triple here. That was a very focused one now on the business end. So in the next episodes, we'll be talking a little bit more about the new earth way and, you know, opening this up a little bit more, what else that means. This was really taking you away from the old world, let's say bro approach into <laughs> more of a feminine approach and into this, but also there's way more. If we look at all of the new earth style, if we look at the, you know, what else is going on there and what other things are influencing how people buy, what they need, how they receive, and also your own process. How can you access the next level of you? But we'll dive deeper later. So let us know if you like this, if there's any questions, if you would want us to go deeper on any of the things that Jana has just said, because there's so many things to cover, you know, if that's offer creation or any of the other things. And yeah, stay in contact. Have a very, very great day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. And we have an amazing gift for you. We really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you really like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to awakenedentrepreneurrevolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle, Unlock Your Success with Guided Meditation and Breathwork. And thanks again for listening.